Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm shot first. I'm shot first. This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments with my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome, everyone, to Hans Shop First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week, we're talking about The Last Dragon. A.K.A. Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. You got the soul glow. Get that yeah, feel inside. You got the glow. This is the 1985 version. Uh, directed by Michael Schultz. Written by Louis Vanosta, starring Tamak, Vanity, Christopher Morney, Julius Curry, Carey, sorry, Faith Prince, Jim Moody, a bunch of other, Mike Starr, Ernie Reyes, Ernie Reyes Jr. Hell yeah. Did you guys spot the couple of other big celebs that came out of this? <laughs> William H. Macy? Yeah. yeah. I spotted him, yeah. Did, did you guys spot Chaz Palminteri? I don't even know who that is. I uh, did not spot him. Charles, pa- Ch- Charles, Charles, Charles. <laughs> Chaz Palminteri is, um, which I think what you know him from, uh, Agent Kuyam from Usual Suspects. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, oh, okay. I don't remember that movie at all. So, uh, you, do you don't remember uh, what was the Sly Stallone movie we did uh, where he plays the mobster? Oscar? Uh, Oscar, yes, thank you. No, the answer is no, I don't remember anything from that. <laughs> That's okay, nobody remembers Oscar. Yeah. Um, Alright, well, anyway, those are the people in it. and uh... <laughs> Those are the people. <laughs> Whose was this? Uh, uh, Scott's? This was mine. Scott, what's your history with this film? Uh, I, I think this was a cable mainstay. Um, I, f- I feel like this was an HBO one when I was a kid. Um, yeah, it came out a little too early in the 80s for me to have gone to have seen it in the theaters mm-hmm. uh, and then seen it a couple times over the years um, definitely watched it again when, when the DVD explosion hit way back when I might even own a copy at some point uh, but yeah I haven't, haven't seen it in quite some time uh, this is uh, this was exciting for me to sit down and watch this again <laughs> alright Alex what's your history um, yeah, I think I remember my parents renting it. Either that or I saw it on TV. Because, uh, yep, I also did not see it in the movie theaters, but I was mesmerized because, spoilers, at the end of the movie when they got the glow, I'm like, shit, 
their hands and feet are lightsabers. There's some like anime stuff there too. Yeah, yeah that was awesome. It still is. I agree. <laughs> All right, uh, my history. Never heard of this movie. Just saw it for the first time, but I do remember as a kid there was. Was there any uh, with a Bruce Leroy thing? Is that from anything else or no? It had to be this. Like, yeah. it felt more sp- like very spoofy to me when I watched it as a kid on cable. So I don't know. Um, I will say this, I watched this in the middle of the afternoon, and, uh, I fell asleep at the last ten minutes of the movie, so if there was oh, any the best. I missed it, and, uh, I woke up just in time for, I don't know, a celebration Jeff. or something. No, this movie was not good. Anyway. <laughs> I missed, like, the You're best You're not part. good. <laughs> well, with that, let's get into it. As usual, we talk about seven items from the movie. Scott, what's your number seven? Okay. Uh, my number seven is uh, like like I so like I said I had not seen this movie in quite some time. I forgot about all of the like music videos they jam in here. Oh yeah, seemingly to to pad the runtime slash promote whatever Barry Gordy wanted to promote out of Hell Motown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was laughing out loud at them just basically playing the DeBarge <laughs> rhythm of the night music video. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like they're 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 showing a video of that video. Like they wouldn't even. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Like, and then I was laughing out it's loud at the, the the there's always that one part of that song that makes me laugh when he goes, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it just it it was it was pretty egregious. Yeah. I felt like the, the one thing this movie would have had going for it would have been short. And when I found out it was almost two hours, I was a little upset. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were padding it with music videos and stuff. Yeah, a little frustrating. Alex, number seven. My number seven is that this movie had some pretty time-appropriate homoeroticism right, right off the bat. A lot of action movies of the 80s had, you know, buff dudes sweaty, working out, doing stuff. Uh, so I'm like, hey, this is appropriate. They, they, I mean, it's not homoeroticism, but they, they had the the drag queen, uh, the the very beginning. Oh yeah, that too. Hmm. So. Oh, I want to say I did notice also in some of the workout scenes at the very start during the opening credits, you could tell that part of the shots, the Timox like torso while he was doing action was cut out and composited. I don't know if they were planning on using, you know, glow effects on a few of those shots and then they just pulled them mm. or what. But that, those look weird. Okay. Yeah, 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 that's it. <laughs> uh, my number seven is that I have the girl dance sequence video at the beginning when you're introduced to Vanity, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. or I don't know, what's her name in the show? Oh, no. Laura hey, Charles. Laura, Laura Charles. Laura Charles, yeah. Um, that was interesting. I, I was like, oh, this. And the, Alex, I think, was just reading trivia before we started. Like, they look pretty technically advanced. And that'd be, I don't know. Yeah. As far they, as the music video stuff. Yeah, they had to pioneer some uh, and do some research to, to do some new camera stuff in order to be able to film it properly. So Can, can I just say that I, I found it disconcerting both times they used it? The. The rig, the the thing that lowered onto the stage, 
Yeah. That seemed wildly unsafe to me. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, Scott. And then I also forgot, I'm getting old if I worry about that. Yeah, that, that, no, I felt like... That, There's that, a hot girl coming down. Yeah. She might fall oh, off and yeah. hurt herself, like, or, 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 young lady. Or at the end, it's like, oh my god, that's like extra weight on that thing. That is not, like, stable. <laughs> we're getting old. Yep. Um, Alright, Scott, number six. Uh, my number six was a, a joke that I... I would have half gotten as a kid, maybe. Um, but this time around, I I recognized for the the other meaning in it. So the, the the fortune cookie place that he sends him to is is some dumb goy, and you know as a kid I, I would have been like oh some some dumb guy right yeah but goy is uh, is basically slang for uh, a non Jewish person, um, so that I thought that was even like a a weirder thing to call it um and you know it became an integral part of the movie uh so yeah i i, I just i enjoy the dumb pun i guess that, that's mostly when i'm when i'm out here okay. that, that works on a couple levels we'll see now, now that you say that do you think that had any relation to um what's her face's joke later on where um eddie arcadian's girlfriend had already left What's uh, her name was? What's her face? Angela. Angela. Yeah, Angela. Mona. Angela. She already <laughs> left, and she went over to um, Leroy's dojo, and she finds Danny there. And Danny's like, "Oh, are you interested in a Johnny. so-and-so?" Blah blah. Johnny. Sorry, Johnny. Are you interested in a so-so what what Oriental, like medium-sized Oriental? And and she's like, "No, thanks. I'm not Jewish." I like that joke. That, that, that Me too. Joke, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, oh, there's another, the Goy thing that you mentioned that. It's like, oh, okay. Some connection? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just a joke. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, spe- right. Speaking of... Um, <laughs> that is the joke. Um, Oriental, like, <laughs> I guess there was some promotional material that, that would have been pretty cringe. Uh, where it was, like, there was a movie poster that, that said, like, He's so like lame that his family thinks he's blah blah blah, and then like, his friends think he's too serious, and he's so oriental that he eats popcorn with chopsticks. It's yeah. like, it's like yeah, so, and, anyway, <laughs> was, I was making that face when he was eating cho- popcorn with chopsticks. Ooh. Well, I, I was I was making that face when he when he goes in and, and calls his family like mom son, dad son, like mama son, papa son. It's like, oh my gosh, that's. Oh yeah, you're you're a mishmash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Asian culture, there, buddy. Good, yeah. This whole, I mean, this whole movie is, but Jeebus. I had a face going on the whole time I watched this movie too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex, yeah, number six. Face. Uh, my number six is. This is the first time I think that I've caught the Blazing Saddles references in this movie. Uh, first one was, of course, the uh, hiring all the criminals yeah, they... with the resumes and everything. It's like, oh, okay, that's straight out of Brazing Saddles. But d- did you catch when it showed up, guys? Did you say Brazing Saddles? He just said Blazing. He did say Brazing I did not say Brazing. You did. Blazing you did say Brazing Saddles. <laughs> you wore blazing. a Brazing Saddles. Saddles. <laughs> Saddles. Let's go ahead. Uh, one of the show enough thugs says, "I'll feed a saint, baby." As he, as <laughs> oh, he leaves, I missed that. Uh, as he leaves the dojo, okay, I think. Okay, I think after, I heard the "I'll feed a saint," but yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, he says, "I'll feed a saint, baby." Two together. I think it was this. Well, it couldn't have been the same goon. It was that goon that takes the slice of pizza, which made me laugh. Um, anyway, 
I thought one of the goons was Dynamo from Running Man, but it wasn't. I looked. I was thinking the same thing, Jeff. I, I, <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing. Like, is that him? Like, no, yeah, no. that guy who played Dynamo's has like three credits to his name. No, it wouldn't. It would have been Dynamo. It would have been um, the the guy on the bike. Buzzsaw. Buzzsaw. Oh, Buzzsaw? I thought he reminded me of Dynamo. Anyway, well, it wasn't Dynamo. Maybe it was Buzzsaw. It definitely wasn't Dynamo because I looked it up, and that guy has like seriously three credits. And, <laughs> uh, that was it, and they're all. Well, I guess probably came around around the same time. But anyway, it wasn't. Um, all right, uh, my number six, and this just makes me laugh. I, I, this is nothing. You get old and you watch these things. Her apartment was ridiculous. For I mean, I don't know how much she makes. I mean, she's getting limos home and stuff, so maybe she made a lot of money. Yeah. Her place was ridiculous. She had like multi-tiered and huge ceilings, and yeah. in New York, for and the, yeah, exactly. It was in basically the only nice-looking place in the entire movie. Yeah. Well, at, well, the inside of the the weird houseboat was pretty cool, but yeah, the and the yeah. main bad guys lounge or whatever. that place <laughs> is weird. Was the weird, the decor weird. is awful, but it was a nice place. Um, yeah, like almost Lex Luthor's ex- underground. Expensive. Yeah. Lair. <laughs> Anyway, her her apartment stuck out to me. Well, well, like, well oh, just one one note on that, Jeff. Like, like she she probably could afford that place because they 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 couldn't afford uh, a goddamn sign for the seventh heaven on the outside of the building. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be like this huge thing, but no, can't even get it. Like, just a cheap ass banner. <laughs> well, to give it credit, I mean this movie. Looked like it was filmed in New York. Like it's not some of these other movies yeah. where they say they have a couple like establishing shots, True. and then for the rest of the movie it's in Vancouver or whatever. This one, so maybe it was some guerrilla film styling where they were just quickly put a banner on here. It's just yeah. Evan or whatever, and then quick, here come the NYPD, take it down. But I don't know. Um, I'll give Hercules credit, in New York was filmed in New York. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what's not filmed in New York? <laughs> Jason takes Manhattan. I don't know that <laughs> Wasn't <laughs> that was so stupid? Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Scott number five. Okay, uh, my number five is is basically Alex's last point. The the jabronis recruited to to fight. Uh, yeah, the blazing saddle, but it's just hilarious. Like when they all showed up, where you could tell like the costume department just gave up. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, like some thought went into Shonuff's crew and into the like what Leroy's wearing and and uh, the, the the dojo outfits, but these guys are just like this mismatch of like sporting goods department, <laughs> whatever they can throw together. Yeah, uh, yeah one martial arts helmet. Yeah, the one, the one guy was just like the foam padded. Yeah, was, was wearing like yeah the boxing. Yeah, like the, yeah, it was yeah, some dude in just a leisure suit. Yeah, this guy with a baseball bat. Like yeah, like and that was the other thing too is like, like they really these are the most intimidating guys you could find. Like, and then there was there was only like two. There was like well there was like three types. There was either like the guy that actually looked like he did martial arts or these martial arts stunts. There was just mm-hmm. some random jabroni that. Just yeah, like had a baseball bat or something like that, um, and then there was like the 
the leather daddies. Like, <laughs> all, these, <laughs> yeah. all these super burly but short dudes that were like, <laughs> his only move was to like pick him up and throw him on the ground. Like, it was... Oh, yeah. And, and, anyway. That, that guy was the real main villain. <laughs> For Leroy. He didn't know how to counter being picked up. How did that guy even ground. get taken out? I don't even remember. Oh, he got ga- the his students ganged up. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was see I was awake for that part. Um all right. the glow. <laughs> Alex number five. My number five is uh this uh, Angela is like the real heart and soul of this movie. She she has the best character arc. Yeah. <laughs> she actually learned something and gets the hell out. Um she stands up for herself, which was awesome. And uh yeah, actually I was watching the movie with, with my boys. And then when she starts laying into Eddie Arcadium, that he's a little, you know, midget a-hole. Uh, and the kids are like, oh, and my wife is like, oh, that's a lot of naughty language. I'm like, yeah, but she's standing up for herself. This is self-defense. It is, it was, I think this uh, is yeah, appropriate. This, this, like, unexpected source of, of self-awareness that no other character in this movie possesses. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I couldn't help but think of Superman, actually. Although, oh um, yeah, Miss Tetschmacher, yeah. Tetschmacher, Tetschmacher. She she doesn't go quite through that that same character arc, but no, but yeah, she she so realizes like what's going on around here is not good and mm-hmm. takes steps to rectify that. So yeah, please go save my mom. Yeah, like yeah, you make a good point though. Like what she does is, is braver than pretty much everybody else does in this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, Angela. <laughs> Uh, my number five is I like the guy saying he didn't. He stopped learning how to do kung fu, so he just he's an Asian guy, so he just pretends he yells and jumps and makes <laughs> movements, and people just fear him that way. Yeah, it works yeah, sometimes, people, not other times. People are afraid of Asian people, right? <laughs> Johnny, he's a good comic relief. Yeah, you guys already said the line about like what do you say, middle middle. T- uh, medium, short Asian, medium, medium size, size oriental. Asian, yeah. Um, <laughs> Thanks, I'm not Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Um, anyway, all right, that's it. Uh, Scott number four. Uh, number four is. This really bothered me. Is they just made the little brother just an absolute like dick for pretty much the entire movie until like until like the very end. It's like, yeah, he helps move yeah. the plot along, like his character does anyway. But, like, yeah, he's just a jerk. Like, I guess he yeah. he learns that his brother is is kind of cool by the end of the movie. But yeah, he's but just, at least he's a good yeah, he's a good guy that yeah. deserves respect. But it's just, and, and unfortunately, he gets the the lion's share of the people writing dialogue for I, I don't know aliens for another planet. But because nobody yeah. like talks even 85 like nobody was talking that way just no um it's it just oh, in new york it, we're in california yeah, in 85 like, again kind of cringeworthy um yeah just just a likable character that had to carry a lot of the plot like yeah didn't didn't have to be that way <laughs> At least he got put in a dumpster. He did, like, yeah, exactly. His, like, I don't his... care. Like, I don't, I don't feel sorry for you at all because you've been a dick the whole movie. <laughs> and he was standing up for his parents. He did, like, he does. 
do good stuff, but it's just no. Nah, he's annoying. Really yeah. Obnoxious the whole movie. Yeah. Although he it's does, he does do the, the 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 coolest thing in the entire movie though, which we'll get to. <laughs> <laughs> which was what? We'll get. Well, we'll get to it. Oh, okay. yeah. Probably fell asleep through it. Uh, Alex, what's your number four? My number four. I mean, I guess I I I can kind of see what they were going for here, but I was still wincing through most of it. Is the role reversal when Leroy puts on a quote unquote black persona disguise to infiltrate uh, some dumb goy's uh, cookie factory, and and the Asian dudes were being very you know black. Or trying to be. I felt bad for everybody in that scene. Yeah. Like, this this was very much a grindage uh, moment. <laughs> Scott, don't feel too bad for them. They weren't in a Polly Shore movie. That's true. Right? Eat some grindage. <laughs> it's like, you finally, you finally get some, like, that line just cracks some Asian Americans this is just, in here that, that, like, don't have to speak with an accent or anything. And it's like, okay, well, we're, we're going to make you co-opt, like, whatever we think how black people talk. <laughs> like, it's just like, uh, yeah, yeah. it's like okay well if Barry Gordy wants it <laughs> I guess we'll do it but yeah it was weird I mean I guess I can see yeah. what they were going for at one point he but, does call yeah. him a jive coolie though and I did <laughs> I'm I'm, un, I'm unclear on like how racist that actually is but I liked it yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's also that where uh, what does Leroy say? He's like, hey, weren't you that guy that, uh, <laughs> that did make was me laugh. earlier? He's like, oh, it's, no, we all no, look no, alike. We all it's like, like, oh. yeah, yeah. Well, I thought that was Oof. actually a funny joke because that's like... It was, but it's like, yeah, because yeah. I'm sure both groups of people get that a lot, even to this day, which is unfortunate. But, yeah. That's it, Soul, soul Brother. You want to play craps like a real Soul Brother? No, thank you. Alright, Alex, number three. Well, I just did my number four. You did? Oh, yeah. sorry, yeah, number fours. Oh, my number four, then. Yeah. Um, the main bad guy is laughable. It's so stupid. I, I mean, is Eddie supposed... Arcadian? Yes, I guess, okay. I guess, show enough is the main bad guy, but this, whatever this guy was. Yeah. Oh I could not take him <laughs> seriously at all through any part well, of Well, it just, movie. like, I just stopped thinking about, like, what his motivations were. Because he's just, like, they, they, people tell him, like, or, or at least Angela says, you're insane. Like, it's, yeah, like, yeah, like it's, it is pretty much insanity because none of this makes any sense. Like, I'm going to put you in a music video. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then, why? And then I'm going to take over this thing and then we're going to go underground and, like, I'm going to commit kidnapping and, yeah, it's just, <laughs> you're going to have people murdered. <laughs> I mean, it's the whole thing. He's like, he owns an arcade, but he's like this giant mob boss has all these goons. Like, yeah, none, none of it makes sense. And then how come the the one scene I already forgot what he was doing? But the one scene he puts on like a hairpiece, like I didn't even understand. Oh yeah, that, like, that was like yeah. <laughs> yeah, to go to go meet Show Nuff. Mr. Well, Mr. Nuff. <laughs> I, did, I did like they called him Mr. Nuff. Yeah. But why did that warrant a hairpiece? Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like it would have made like perfect sense for like him to be wearing the, the hairpiece, and then uh, Leroy dunks him, and then the hairpiece comes off. Right. Yeah, something like that. Like, yeah, is is weird. All right. Uh, all right. Now, Scott, number three. Uh, my number three um, 
we've talked about some of the cringe in this, but like there there just comes a point like when she's just she's taking advantage of a special needs person. She was <laughs> because like Lee Leroy doesn't have a whole lot going on upstairs, <laughs> and like I get I, yeah. I get that she, at first she's like hot and bothered because he's he's capable of beating ass and he saved, saved her he saved her and it's like okay but by like by the point where she takes him into the studio and he's just like oh bruce lee like like a little kid like <laughs> they're kissing and he pulls away because he's like oh more bruce lee like it's i but that's i didn't like <laughs> i think it's a funny observation scott but didn't in the car when he was saying the whole thing, I have a friend who doesn't blah, blah, blah. That was before that part she took him into the studio, right? True. Yeah. True. So he was kind of, he was, well, he was saying for a friend, but it was obvious it okay. was for him. So like, he was kind what? of into it. But it's just, it's just like, I, I, you know, it, it's fine. Like, I get it. It's, it's purely just it's like. It's funny though. Like purely sexual, but. Lira is <laughs> <laughs> a very simple man. That's all I'm saying. He watches Bruce Lee in his head movies. Yeah, he does. Well, it was funny when um, his master hands him that gold coin. He just pulls out of her drawer. I'm like, this is going to be like that gold. I mean, to literally, to uh, to make what Scott said is true, it's literally like the, the chocolate gold coin they give um, <laughs> Charlie Theron in Arrested Development. <laughs> oh, Michael, I fancy you. Mr. F. <laughs> All right, uh, now Alex 3. Number 3 is, I, I kind of like the fight choreography in this. It wasn't as fancy as it is today, of course. But Timok had some pretty good moves. Yeah. Um, that end fight scene, there were some really cool shots uh, that they captured. So, so um, I mean, Jeff was asleep, but... I know. I, do, do you think... I, it seemed to me like most of the, the fight stuff there was actually Julius Carey. Am I wrong? Yeah. Was it? Was it? Do, do you think it was actually uh, no, I him think it was, yes. doing the? I think it was him. Do you think it was actually him doing the, the kip up? The. I'm pretty sure it was. Because that's fucking impressive. Because yeah. that dude's like six yeah. six. Like. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, we. I mean, we were all prime athletes at one point, and I don't think any of us could have done that. I don't. know, Maybe you, Alex. Nope. <laughs> I tried, but I never could. Yeah. yeah. You had the short, you had the low center of gravity, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, like. He, and like you talked about the trivia, according to the trivia, like he'd never done any martial arts before this movie, like so. Uh, yeah, it's, it's impressive it's to, to consider news. all that. So yeah, I liked I like the stuff with with him at the end. The big brawl in the middle is kind of hit and miss. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, there, there was some good choreography. Mm-hmm. Eddie Reyes Jr. The kids loved him. The kids still <laughs> love him. I guess fifty now. In his fifties. Yeah. My youngest boy is like, oh, he did a sweet combo on that guy. <laughs> it's like, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number three. I mean, this it's a big fight at the end. I don't know if it's the end-end fight, but it's when yeah, the goons are going up on him and that one guy just keeps throwing him to the ground. Then all the kids, all his students come in and save him and fight and everything. Yeah, that's oh, cool. Up. Is that turned into the movie or no? Yeah. Okay. I literally think I felt close my eyes during the, the big fight was shown up because I was like watching it oh. fade in and out, and then 
All of a sudden, I'm like, Old oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it was two in the afternoon. It was getting late. <laughs> it wasn't later than like six o'clock. I'll tell you that. Oof. I think what it was is I was watching it, and when, when Scott asked to record tomorrow, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess I don't have to pay that much attention. <laughs> oh, no. I meant to go back and rewatch the last 10 minutes today, but I didn't have enough time. But anyway, that kid fight was cool. Miss- I call it the kid fight, but the fight when all the students came out. Yeah. Um, and a little more about saying that. A little more to say about that. <laughs> no, a little more about to say that. <laughs> All right. Scott, number two. Number two. So as much as I hated the little brother's character, or the character of the little brother, he mm-hmm. does the coolest thing in the movie, which is he, <laughs> he break dances out of the ropes. <laughs> like, hence our, mm-hmm. our, our crossover list coming up here. But, uh, yeah. I he, did see that. He, Break dances out of the ropes. Like we we've had a string of stuff in the, in our I feel like our movies lately. We've done well to, to have stuff that features just absolutely like ludicrous scenes and yeah, him him break dancing out of the rope. Uh, they I wish they'd spent <laughs> a little more time on it actually because I, I remember it being like longer. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's 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 a beautiful thing. Just <laughs> and I'm like yeah. I'm like doing the shoulder thing at home right now at Alex's too, yeah. just like shimming out of the ropes. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I gotta try it out, see if it works. Yeah. We get Adam Savage, the Mythbuster. Oh my god! <laughs> and, it, and it works. He gets out of the ropes because that's what breakdancing is good for. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's my number two. Nice. All right, Alex, number two. My number two is Show Enough. Man, what a great villain. I used to quote him a lot. I, I think I will again. Who's the best? Show no. He's got his gang. Show show gum of hollow. Kiss him. He's got the glasses with the little Japanese flag in the middle, <laughs> it's, taping the glasses together and everything. He's got the yeah. He's kind of he's kind of does have like a that uh, maybe it's the theat- more tra- theatrical shogun look with the big shoulder pads and the hair and everything. Yeah, I don't know if those are, are football or hockey pads. I don't know. I'm not wearing hockey pads. He wasn't. Uh, but in that fight, when it, right before Eddie Arcadia meets him, he's wearing this weird <laughs> thing that kind of looks like the martial arts foam armor, but they put like two giant things on his shoulders and everything. <laughs> that will look strange. Well, even just like his like gear or whatever is wild. It's got like the tiger. Like, ah, I know. It's, it's so cool. Fucking so <laughs> and he's still wearing cool. and he's wearing the converse the whole time. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, he is. This is awesome. He's got the glow he's got in his the, hands. He's got the evil, wow. the evil glow. Yeah. He's like, oh shit. This guy's Vader. It's awesome. Yeah, I agree. He's my number two as well. I just, just on the name itself, Shogun Shonuff. Like, <laughs> the Shogun of Harlem. <laughs> I that, yeah. It was a big letdown for me after that. But um, that was a good name. <laughs> and he Come was on. good. I, I think they used him the right amount. I, Maybe I that's agree. why they had the Arcanian or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> being an even bigger slam. I, th- I think it's yeah, definitely the smartest thing that they they did. That's uh, really was the amount that they used him. Mm-hmm. That guy's name was Arcanian. What were the bad guys or the good guys' names in in uh, Spice in Dune? Harkonnen, Harkanian. What are they? No, the Harkonnen. The, the Harkonnen and the Atreides. Yeah, the Atreides. It's, it's Arcadian, by the way, not Arcanian. Oh, okay. Yeah, they from Arcadia. Yes. Okay. 
All right, well, that's uh, my number two. So, uh, Scott, number one. Uh, so, my number one is uh, Julius Carey here, show enough. Um, I loved every second he was on the screen. Like, just mm-hmm. the ridiculous outfit, him mugging for the camera. Um, just his, his, like, his posture and, like, his uh, body language. When At the end, when he starts doing, like, he starts leaning real hard into the squint. Like he <laughs> had <laughs> yeah, that fight, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just the the, the mustache in the, in the beginning. I was dying when he, like, when they're in the movie theater and they like he challenges people. And of course, people get up and fight him because why not? But uh, the first guy he fights, like, he bites his ankle. <laughs> for, yeah, like, no reason. Um, just like, like a, I don't know what kind of martial yeah, arts school yeah, he went to. Yeah. Just him walking, <laughs> just like the idea of like walking around, just being so ridiculous. But, but like everybody but it's just played straight um and, and i think he leans into that and yeah it's just just a lot of fun like like with, without him like this movie definitely wouldn't work for me um despite mm-hmm. the break dancing uh getting out of the ropes but yeah he's he's, he's easily the best part of this of this movie um so yeah yeah julius carey showed up he's very he's very good at picking up kids <laughs> yeah he is this is very dangerous. It's like, oh shit, this kid is in for it. <laughs> Bruce right. Leroy. Scott, I mean, Alex, number one. Jeez. Number one is the glow. Got the feel inside you, got the glow. Yep. The song, <laughs> first of all, badass. When, the, when, the, when they song. change it up, when he's like going through his head montage, like, so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. You are Who's the master? master? I am. Bam. Yep. And then the glow, the special effects. Because as a kid, it did capture my imag- imagination. It was very similar to uh, lightsabers in Star Wars. Uh, and the fight kind of did have that vibe a little bit. Uh, Vader versus Luke. Vader is tossing him around for most of the time. Show enough was tossing him around. Until at the very end, he pulls out a win. He's got the glow all over his body. Awesome. <laughs> Sparks flying everywhere. It's he, so fucking cool. He does like the thousand arm, whatever. Oh, yeah. Mesmerizing. Good? Yeah. All right. Uh, my number one is Ernie. And uh, just because I was watching it and I'm like, that <laughs> kid looks familiar. Oh, Ernie Reyes Jr. Yeah. And then I'm like, God, is that the little kid from the show I watched when I was a the kid? The Electric Dragon. I'm thinking of more sidekicks, but... Oh, uh, Red Sonia? No, sidekicks. Oh, so, <laughs> actual sidekicks. Yeah. But, and it was weird. I'm like, I think his name is like Ernie or something. Like, how the fuck would I know this? I look it up. His name is Ernie Reyes Jr., but I don't know why I would know that. And now I just looked. His name on sidekicks was Ernie. So that was his character name there. He's Ernie Lee. But it was just a flat. I mean, it was a little like like a vortex going through my brain that all of a sudden is something I liked when I was eight years old. He was in in Sidekicks? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's on the poster. Oh, okay, okay. That's, so not, that's, okay, now I see why I'm getting confused. Because it was The Last Electric Night was like the subtitle for that. Okay. I forgot that it was called Sidekicks. I I thought you were talking about like the the Jonathan Brandis, um, Joe, yeah. Joe Piscopo 
Yeah, what's because I was just trying to find that. I thought there was one with him Chuck and Jonathan Morris. Brandis. What's that? No, there's there, he's not in that one. That one is um, Jonathan oh. Brandis, uh, Chuck Norris. Uh, well, Chuck Norris is barely in it, but uh, it's uh, Mako is like the the master in that one. Okay, mm. that's funny that you say that because I was thinking I thought he teamed up with Jonathan Brandis in a show, but there are two different shows. It just happened to be both called Sidekicks. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Not right, he was Teenage badass in this. Yeah, like... What? Not from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2? You don't remember that? No, so I see that. He was in years. Turtles 2 yeah, yeah. and other stuff, but I don't remember him from that. Um, I just, but I, I don't know. It's Red Sonja, because we did watch that not too long ago. Or I don't know how long ago we did it from the podcast. <laughs> like but three years ago. <laughs> okay. Um, and I, but I forgot he was in there, but as soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh yeah. Anyway, it was just crazy to see him. And then he was badass. He did a couple of like, your combo kicks, like your boy said. And... Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was just fun the to nut see shots, The nut shots always play with kids, yeah. ages <laughs> six to ten. Yeah. What well, says here is an Indiana Jones Crystal Skull. I don't do not remember him in that. It's a Cemetery Warrior though, so he's probably. Just I, I do remember him from the. They made a fourth Indiana Jones from the from the rundown. Oh uh, yeah, Jeebus! It's been forever since I've seen that movie. And I think Psych, keep going back to Sidekicks, I think it was a show that I liked, but I could never watch it for some reason. Like, I didn't, I would catch it and didn't really know, and without parents telling you which channel to turn on and what, what time is, because you don't know what that is. You gotta check the TV again. guide. Yeah, but I didn't know. I was like eight years old. He was checking the TV guide. <laughs> so he was actually mom... like, looking at the, the, the roles here, whatever. He was Donatello in the first movie, the guy in the suit. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he's not credited as that. Bossa Nova? Or maybe like one of them. Chevy Nova? Like martial arts stunts double, so. Okay. Maybe there's like another guy for just like the random moving around. And then when they actually do the fighting, he was in there. I don't know. Is what we can say about your mom? Sidekicks. No, I was going to say, like, yeah, unless my parents showed me what to do, uh, I wouldn't know. So oh, they would remind me for Knight Rider and uh, Dukes of Hazard. If it wasn't that, they weren't telling me about it. Get them new boys. This probably conflicted with, like, I don't know, some shows my parents watched. <laughs> Sledgehammer and Meredith Children. Or... Sledgehammer. Dad loved that stupid-ass show. All right, that's it. Uh, any honorable mentions? Uh, let's see. Um... What was up with Eddie Arcadian and his fetish for ordering a la carte? Yeah, that, that happened <laughs> that was a few weird. times. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta have them order a la carte and they give you whatever you want. Um, it, it was weird. <laughs> they, they couldn't have Mike Starr doing any fighting. Like, they basically gave him the Jack Burton treatment. Um, mm. I, was, I was impressed with Chaz yeah. Palminteri. It seemed like he was doing his own fight choreography there. Well, not as, well he didn't come up with it, but it, like... There wasn't a stunt double for him when he's fighting uh, Tamak. Mm. Well, that was interesting. Um, what, what is Mike Starr in besides Dumb and Dumber? Um, so I can look it up. Stuff. That's fine. Okay, uh, yeah. Son of Sam. It's been a ton of stuff. Yeah, he's, yeah Ed Wood, Uncle Buck. He, he was in uh, um, yeah. uh, Black Dynamite. Yeah, I don't remember that. <laughs> that movie's great. <laughs> Black Dynamite. I sell drugs to the community. Um, <laughs> did we do that movie? Yeah, like, yeah, we yeah. 
But Black Dynamite, I sell drugs to the community. Yeah. Um, <laughs> man, I'm due for another watch of Black Dynamite. <laughs> He's awesome. Yeah, I just, I'm just going to get it on UHD. Yeah, I think I, I think I worked in all my honorable mentions. I, I do want to repeat the the stage platform thing. Still has me like, <laughs> like it just maybe it's nerve wracking, man. Like, yeah. Anyway. Um, besides ordering all the cart, the last one I had is, <laughs> did you guys spot the white Mr. T? White Mr. T. I think you're talking about the same guy that we were talking about that was from Running Man. It's <laughs> possible. Oh, the guy that kind of looks like Buzzsaw yeah, slash Dynamo? Yeah. Okay, because I just saw him as white Mr. T, because he had the same haircut, the gold chains, except he was way, just all dressed well, in white. way portlier, too. <laughs> well, yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I didn't think it's I didn't like, think of uh, white. I like how we all took away something slightly different from that. Yeah, it's like, uh, what are they trying to say here? What's <laughs> the social commentary on this, or is it just like, hey, is it the way? I think it actually looked like somebody that should be out there, like, like fighting, you know. But he got pants. <laughs> he did get pants. But that's it for me. All right. Well, it's time to rate it. As usual, we rate on a scale of one to seven. One being absolute garbage, seven being perfection. Scott, what do you um, this movie? this gets a five for me. I like I said, every every scene with with Shonoff is 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 joyful to me. Um, and there's enough beats along the way to, to keep it interesting enough. Um, like like you said, some of the music slaps, um, and mm-hmm. you know, altogether, um, I, I was happy to sit down and watch it again. All right, Alex. I'm going to have to give it a five as well. Strong. If it was shorter, I think I'd go six. If they trimmed some of the fat on this movie. But it's a five. It's still really good. All right, this is tough for me. I'm going to give it a high three. Um, it's like Ninja Turtles. What's, <laughs> what's going on in here? Oh, she printing something. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Dot Matrix. My, my printer just activated. A three. I, I didn't like it, so I have to do that. But it wasn't terrible. I would watch it again, I guess, if I had to. Just watch the last ten minutes. Fight with the Glow's awesome. You can tell most of the budget went into that. And the filming of the of uh, Vanity's video. <laughs> I got yeah, okay. wait for the printer to stop. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh, Jeff muted himself. Um, yeah, I'm yelling at her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the crossover topic, Scott? So, yeah. uh, our crossover topic for this week is our top five escape methods. Um, you know, as usual, tr- I we try not to pull from the, the movie we just watched, but I won't blame anybody if they include the, the breakdancing thing. Um, so, to get started, um, from Deadpool 2, um, Fire Fist 
and the the pen that he has in his his prison wallet uh, that he <laughs> he keeps like pulling out um, that that doesn't directly help him escape, um, but but is integral to it. Um, so uh, yeah, I don't know how well you remember that movie. I don't remember. Ah, damn it! I gotta watch it again. I just remember <laughs> cable that races killed Black Tom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex, number five. Uh, my number five is <laughs> the Scorpio episode, the Hank Scorpio episode from The Simpsons. And Scorpio oh, that's is, a good one. is uh, got Mister Bunt. On a table, and he's got the 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 uh, the fucking uh, gold finger. Not, was it Goldfinger that had the laser? Yeah, I, I think I think it was Goldfinger. Yeah, he's got the laser, and it's slowly aiming, you know, to split Mister Bont in half. But then he quickly just barely reaches into his pocket, and he flips a very shiny coin into the laser, which splits into four different beams, <laughs> and uh, they perfectly hit all his. Uh, the the metal clamps that are keeping him on the table, and he's able to escape. Or does he? Well, for a short time. <laughs> Homer tackles him. <laughs> I tackled the loafer at work today. <laughs> and when you get home, there's going to be another story on your house. <laughs> and then the goons <laughs> you just shoot him on the floor. Yeah. Like, you should have done that. Yeah, what Scotty, yeah, what Scotty Evil said. <laughs> just shoot him. Yeah, I'm, uh, God, that... <laughs> Oh, the Denver Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> now, that would have been a good companion piece for our oh, yeah. Austin Powers, yeah. James Bond. Oh, yeah. But it's I want to think bot. we did Scorpio like within the first 10 episodes. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that was, that was a dense, a dense episode as far as jokes go. Like all time <laughs> yeah. jokes. So do you expect me to talk? No, I expect you to die for it to be a cheap funeral. <laughs> You're going to die now. <laughs> Alright, uh, my number five is whatever. It's the bat shark repellent oh, spray that's from good. The, be- <laughs> from the beginning Damn, of that's good. The Batman. That very good. It, whatever. A 66 Batman movie. So freaking ridiculous. And then the dolphins. Moment of silence. <laughs> A moment of silence for this brave porpoise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I judge the caliber of a Batman, you know, a, a new Batman movie, remake, or video game on how many, <laughs> uh, if they reference, like, a bat shark repellent or something. <laughs> and some of the anime, the newer animated series do reference that. But, but, by the way, if anybody's a fan of, of Batman 66, there's a, I, I brought this up before, maybe even recently, but uh, there's a super cut of them doing the, the side of the building climb. Oh, yeah, you mentioned oh, yeah, yeah, Awesome. Yeah. It's worth watching. Yeah, um, I still my favorite part of that is when you're watching it for the first time when the shark falls and explodes. <laughs> like, what the fuck? When you find out later, had a bomb in it or whatever. But <laughs> yeah, <sighs> right. TNT packed shark. <laughs> Scott, number four. Uh, number four, um, wearing a dude's face. Um, technically, a pen helps Ooh. him accomplish all this, but. Uh, that would take the pen. Do me a person pants. This would be um, Science of the God. 
silence. Silence. Yeah, I was, I was emphasizing silence. Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, that's a nice one. Mm-hmm. You guys have some good ones. All right, uh, Alex, number four. Uh, oh yeah, I guess I should specify. We didn't specify what kind of escaping, but I did people that were like, like tied up or bound in somewhere. Okay, it, just like the kid was. Uh, but my number four is the Black Widow at the beginning of uh, Avengers, okay. the first movie, where <laughs> Coulson calls her on the phone. He's like, "What? Are you, I'm at work. This idiot's giving me everything." <laughs> He's like, "What? I don't give everything." <laughs> what? And then she does that. You know, she starts like headbutts the guy, does the backflip to break the chair, and then she beats the shit out of everybody. It's awesome. And then he keeps cutting back to Coulson, who's just like. Yeah, he's just yeah, waiting. He's just like bouncing on his on his heels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very nice. Code, code green. <laughs> um, okay, my number four. I'm gonna need some help with because I don't. I do not know what movie it's from, but I remember it as a kid thinking it was really cool. Um, as my dad was watching it, so it's a James Bond movie. Uh huh. He gets uh run off a bridge or something into a. a to a lake or some a big body of water and the, all the villains are standing above with guns shooting down at him and then he stays down long by drinking uh sorry by breathing air from the car tire so he's down there just like he opens the tire gets some air and he just stays down there for several minutes oh, and then the bad guys go away shit is that a yeah bond that's, movie? that sounds familiar yeah i'm pretty sure it's a bond movie it, maybe it's not, but I'm pretty sure it was. You said it sounds like something from the Italian job, but... It wasn't that. I don't think it was the Italian job. I don't remember the original Italian job of that or anything like that. Um, oh, yeah, I've never seen the original. I know it wasn't in the remake. <laughs> it wasn't nothing, nothing that cool happened in the remake. Um, but what's funny, it has stuck with me like all these years that you know how if you go to... Um, Costco or certain tire companies, they don't put uh, O2 in your tires anymore. They put nitrogen nitrogen in there, and I always I was like, well, what if you get stuck underwater? You just can't breathe. <laughs> you can't breathe the nitrogen from your tires. Okay, so this is I, I just looked it up. This was a view to a kill. Okay, so they were always yeah. bomb. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It says Miss Butters tried this out and decided it was busted. Well, seems like a good. Idea. <laughs> Maybe if you had a straw. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, or if you have nitrogen-filled tires, you're screwed anyway. So Yeah. Your um, bubbles will come up really high-pitched. <laughs> All right. Uh, Scott, number three. Okay. So, number three, I have a need of judges, really, on this. But it was one of the things I first things I thought of. Um, and that was... Uh, I guess this is more of a, a vehicle than a, a quote-unquote method, but uh, the uh, the Wright Brothers plane that Sideshow Bob uses to, to escape the air show. And I'll give it to tries, you. Tries to kill Krusty. The Smithsonian's going to have my ass on the plane. <laughs> yeah. if, if the tennis trackers don't get you, the pool skimmers will. <laughs> Bo- die, Krusty. Die. What the hell is that? A lawnmower? <laughs> Bo, he flying too slow. 
<laughs> suggest we get out and walk. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alex, number three. My number three is Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad. You guys watch this movie, right? Suicide Squad or The Suicide Squad? The Suicide okay, Squad. Okay, yes, I've seen it. James Gunn. The James okay. Gunn one. The good one. I've seen it, but I don't remember much of it. Yeah, she's tied up, she's getting tortured, and she fakes being knocked out, and then she kills a guy with her legs because she's tied up from, you know, and hanging with, like, a chain and a lock and everything. And reportedly, Margot Robbie actually trained and did this for real, where she shimmies her toes over to grab the keys from the guard with her toes, and then she hoists herself up and stretches, and with her toes puts the key in the lock and turns it to free herself. This sounds like Quentin Tarantino's version of the Suicide <laughs> Yes, it does, but it was also very awesome. It was super cool. It was like, oh shit, this is awesome. And then it's like, Marco Robbie really did this. Like, what? We'll have to see if... That's, like, that's some really good physicality if, right there. Well, we'll have to check after we're done recording to see if uh, Tarantino has, has said positive things about that movie. <laughs> Special Probably. guest director. He was his second yeah, unit director on that scene. Um, all right, my number three is from the Marvel movie, which I think yours might be better than the one I have, but uh, this would be Loki escaping the little prison in the Avengers with his hologram version. And <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You're never not going to fall for this. Yeah, making <laughs> Thor run after him into it. And so. Loki and the Avengers. Yeah. Kind of lame, but. I like the, I like the Black Widow one better. Still psychological, getting in <laughs> Thor's head. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Scott. Number two. Uh, number two would be the. I'm not sure exactly what they they call it in the. In the movie, they call it a chisel, but the basically the rock carving chisel, uh, that um, Anthony Dufresne or Anthony Andy. Oh, Dufresne okay. gets in Shawshank Redemption. Obviously, there's a whole larger plan involved there, but the crux of it mm-hmm. is this this little tiny chisel that they allow yeah. him to have because there's no way anybody could dig a hole with that thing. Yeah, he's I remember his... thinking it would take a man 50 years to chisel through. That's the last time I'm ever going to try to do a Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> I'm offended that you did that voice in a, in a white face. <laughs> Um, well, that's a good one, Scott. I like that. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Alex, number two. My number two is from Kung Fu Hustle, another movie I haven't seen in forever. Oh. But uh, the the titular the hero in this movie I forget his name now. <laughs> Kung Fu Hustle, Mister Hustle, <laughs> Mister Hustle, <laughs> the titular is is apparently really really good and really fast at picking locks. And the way they shot this is brilliant, where the the bad guys yeah. have him and his best friend strung up with uh, similar to Margot Robbie, but in chains with a lock and everything. And the boss says, "All right, kill him." And so this is the axe gang that has him. So they throw these axes. From like, I don't know, 20 feet away. And so he picks the lock just fast enough that <laughs> you see like him, the cutaway of the axes hitting the wall. <laughs> and then all the bad guys going, as he's on the floor. And then he has to do the same thing for his best friend. That's great. Well, to take that a step further, Alex. So they recruit him because he's good at picking locks. And so they send him into the, 
this insane asylum prison, whatever, to to get the beast out. Yeah. And they do a close-up of him picking that lock. And he just basically takes, like, two hairpins and sticks them in this giant lock. And then just turns both of them once and then it clicks. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Yeah, he gets, he so, gets to that place with, like, a giant bag of, like, tools and stuff. Yeah, it just... And all he needs is, like, yeah, a little hairpin. It's just a dumb lock, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Very nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quote last week. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, my number two... I can't not have this. If it's a possibility to put this in a list, I'm putting it in a list. And this is a uh, big Trevor little China. It wasn't easy. Yeah. <laughs> the unexplained yeah. way of escaping something. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. It just really wasn't. Like, no time to explain now. It's, it's, we need to get out of here. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's still the mm-hmm. best ever. All right. Um, Scott, number one. Okay. My number one might be your number one, Jeff. Uh, and that would we'll be see. from the Count of Monte Cristo uh, when he nope. hides in the body bag in the yeah, last minute last ditch effort to, to escape the Shadow Deef I knew it was going to be on one of you guys' list I did not think about it but I will say this I think your Hannibal Lecter version is better. Is a better version of this mm. yes they are Same. yeah I guess they are. one of them was definitely a, a take on the other yeah that's a good one, though. At least he gets to kill the guy on the way down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or brings him with him and then turns yeah. him in the ocean. That's a good movie. I gotta watch that again. Mm-hmm. Speed of hand. Speed of thought. All right. <laughs> I didn't say it this time. Scott. Yeah. I, mean, I know. <laughs> Alex, number one. Uh, my number one, I can, can leave him off the list, Harry Houdini, the real-life escape artist. Now, there's a lot of trickery that is involved like uh, i heard that houdini like would have a town okay i can prove that i can escape from every you know type of box and he commissioned like why don't you know challenge the town and the townspeople to build a box and everything that is inescapable that i can't escape from and then in the middle of the night he would have some guys that he hired to find the box (laughs) take it apart in secret and put like weaker nails so that he could escape easily from it thus fooling the crowd but allegedly for some of his tricks, for some of his lockpicking or escape artist things, he would reportedly sew lockpicking tools like right underneath, you know, right beneath his skin so that he can rip the stitches out and get the tools while yeah. he was, you know, in the water tank or something to then pick the lock and escape, which I, takes a level of insanity and dedication that not a lot of people have. So this this is this, so, this is what the early 1900s? I think so. Man, I mean, just hide stuff in your bush. <laughs> Nobody's going to look yeah. there. I don't know why he just didn't do yeah, that. That's what, that's what I'm saying. In alopecia. <laughs> My number one, I can't believe, wasn't on either of your lists. That'd be Martin Riggs, Escaping Straight Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. By dislocating his shoulder. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There it is. When you said Murtaugh earlier, I was like, oh, no, he's already on my <laughs> list. 
I thought about it. It's like, uh, I gotta have Houdini on there. I think that's better. Uh, like Nobody mentioned the tried, tried and true. true method of hiding a lightsaber in an uh, R2 droid. <laughs> yeah, but Luke wasn't bound. Well, that's for your list. It wasn't necessarily that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Well, from the Wampa, I guess I could have done that. No, he, Luke was... Luke was bound. He was. When he, when he jumped off a diving board, he was bound by the weak way or whatever. Mm-hmm. Hi, I knew Good something point. more than Alex about Star Wars. And it's still one of those weirdest he... sequences when he has to like, turn around and somehow Boba Fett shoots his ropes off. Yeah. Or something. I don't even know how that happened. Yeah, that was weird. Okay. Damn, I could have sworn he That's he twice blood. tonight, Alex. No. You're losing your touch. No, but he didn't because he does the one-hand finger wave to R2-D2. Yeah, he could still do that if his hands were bound. Does he do that with both hands? i got to watch this movie. Oh, no, no. You know, never mind. Uh, well, let's say this. He's not bound when he jumped. Then Bobo Fett wraps him around with the rope. Yeah. And then he does the weird deflection to somehow mm. knock Bobo Fett over. And then he comes out of the being bound. So, yeah, that's you're both, you're both right. <laughs> <laughs> he, was ba- yes. he wasn't, and then he was. And then he wasn't again. Yeah. I mean, nobody likes to argue about Star Wars, so. <laughs> all right any honorable mentions uh, just just the droids not the all ones right. we're looking for all right well it is time for alex knows sports i'm alex and i like sports sports ball so there's a new show a new korean show on netflix new korean? called the Phys- a new korean show mm-hmm. on netflix called the physical 100 okay and this is a a type of elimination show where they invited 100 uh, <laughs> I athletes. Think we saw this. It was called Squid Games. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> kinda. No, uh, uh, they have uh, bodybuilders, athletes, Olympic level, you know, wrestlers, Taekwondo champions, you know, athletes, uh, bodybuilders, strongmen of all shapes and sizes, men and women. And uh, they have to, so far, there's only been four episodes. Comes out every Tuesday. Uh, and they have different challenges to see which one has the best, you know, the number one physique. And I think the prize, they said three million won, which I think is about $300,000. How many people have died so, so it's... far? <laughs> well, the first, the first event eliminates half of the competitors, so it's going to go down to 50. Mm. So, and we're like, oh, you know, we're watching the show and everybody's speculating. It's like, oh, this guy's huge. It's like, I don't feel like I belong in this competition, says, you know, a pretty fit supermodel uh, that's there. They have like a, a cheerleader for one of the uh, like baseball teams <laughs> in the in the competition as well. But one of the first challenges is, is who can hang on to the bar to bars the longest. Like George Michael would have won this event. <laughs> But everybody's hanging on, and it's like, oh, if they're going to mix up the events like this, then, yeah, you're going to get, like, a variety of, of people, you know, doing better, doing worse, whatever. What makes this sports even more sports-worthy is that we got, like, a real-life uh, Mr. Baseball thing going here. Uh, because uh, Dustin Nippert, formerly of the Diamondbacks and the Texas Rangers, moved over to Korea to play for the Doosan Bears. KBO. And then... Yeah, later on for the KT Wiz. And so he's on the show, too. He's not retired, of course. Um, 
But yeah, as soon as it's done, it's like, oh, Mr. Baseball. <laughs> I heard, Tip your cat. I heard there's another show that's, that's getting traction about, like, revenge. Some girl is bullied, so she makes it like their life's mission to, like, ruin the lives of these other women when they're all grown up. Hmm. Is oh, this boy. a reality show, too? No. <laughs> okay. Although that would be awesome, say. too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know how awesome that would be, but Jeebus H. Okay. Um, All right. Um, any other? Yeah, that's it. Sports. Okay. So, uh, speaking of sports, did you see Scott kept saying jabroni earlier that Travis Kelsey in his interview <laughs> cool last word. night. Woo! He called the, the mayor of Cincinnati a jabroni. <laughs> Told him like, to know his role and shut his mouth and call him a jabroni. And he kept, he kept doing the Rick players. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for Neum News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, really, all I wanted to go over for the news, although I might have closed it like an idiot, um, was that they announced, I guess, I, I forget what the event was or wasn't, but they announced the DC slate. Um, that's coming up now that, that James Gunn is kind of in charge. Uh, yeah, it was just a video of him announcing it. Okay, I actually haven't watched it. I've just yeah. seen the kind of or read yeah. the the recap. Um, but yeah, I'll try to get through this quickly. Uh, obviously, a new Soup's movie um, written by James Gunn. Well, yeah, first of all, he's calling this first this section this it's called Gods and Monsters is what he's calling there. They're calling this first tier. Interesting and. They are going to keep continuity between movies, games, and TV shows, unlike they have in the past, right? Like with the Flash and Arrow show, were different. Um, unless things are different, like the, Matt Reeves is still doing his Batman movies, and they're calling those Elseworld, Elseworlds. Okay. So everything is continuity, unless it has the Elseworlds in front of it, and then it's different. I think he he mentioned Matt Reeves Batman, and I think. One other thing, right? So, but anyway, that was how he let it off, and then so, so okay. unlike comic books, this is going to get very confusing. Oh, and animation. So, if a person, whoever does the the animated version, is also going to be the actor and vice versa, and in the video games. Okay. So, so, um, so yeah, like obviously, I mean, Soups and Batman are kind of the linchpins of the whole thing, right? Um, and so, the new Superman Legacy, uh, writ as written by Gunn. Um, mm-hmm. you know, he said it's not going to be an origin story. It's going to focus on on you know, basically Superman being Superman. Um, so, and then Cavill will not be back for this. Um, oh yeah, he said he yeah he's retired from Supermaning. So, um, well, not by choice. He got fired by them. Yeah. Uh, oh really? Yeah. Gunn didn't want to bring him back for whatever reason. Um. So, but huh. at any rate, yeah. like. Tentative release date of 2025. So, <laughs> this is a ways yeah. out. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see who gets cast as, as the new Batman. It's like, there's those handful of characters that are a big deal. Like, Batman, Superman, James Bond. Um, yeah, you didn't say it, though. So, for Batman, they're going to do the Brave and the Bold. Right, right. I'm, I'm getting to that. Um, yeah. So, um, like like you said, yeah, the Brave and the Bold. Um, they, they've actually done an animated run of this um, with at least the same title. That, that yeah. was a lot more kind of lighthearted. Um, I don't know, like, 
mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. that's how it actually is or that's just what they did for the uh for the animation um but yeah i don't know jeff you, you sounded like you you knew a little bit more about it well I just that they're doing that which is based off a comic book which is also they had the animation like you said but that's coming later. So that I guess there's a bunch of other titles I didn't know what they are, but those are coming first on like TV and video games and animation, right? So the Superman thing is going to kick off. It's weird. He's saying it's going to that officially kicks off the new DCEU or whatever. But then they're still going to release the Flash movie they talked about. There's still going to be the Aquaman two movie, and then there's these other these other things that I don't know that I didn't know what they were but they're, they're, so there's a bunch of stuff coming out before 2025 so mm. yeah do we do we know if like a, the Suicide Squad game is going to be part of that I, I mean I don't think it, I don't think it could be at this point right <laughs> yeah um, but gonna be, sorry there's going to be a Viola Davis show. yeah it's called Waller so okay so yeah. so Viola Davis show Amanda <laughs> so <laughs> she does deserve her own show. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so just jumping down here to the, the DCU TV shows, um, there's Creature Commandos, uh, which which sounds a lot like... Uh, a gar- cartoon well, gar- from, our, from our childhood. Yeah. Sounds a lot like Guardians of the Galaxy, like just a bunch of C-listers that you couldn't, like James Gunn couldn't tap into because they've already done Suicide Squad. Um and there'll be some overlap there, I'm sure, with, with like, the Suicide Squad and Waller. Uh, it says Waller here. Um, yeah, Bella Davis is, is getting her own show. Um, Booster Gold is getting a show. Yeah. Which is interesting. Oh! Who was... Uh, you guys watch uh, The Legends of Tomorrow? You guys watched it, right? A little bit? Uh, a little, little, little bit. bit. And I, I tapped yeah. out. Yeah, Booster Gold was played by Donald Faison in that show. Was it really? Yeah, oh, that's amazing. he showed up as Booster Gold. Oh, that's I was, amazing casting. I was really surprised. Yeah, oh, damn. So I can't it. wait till the last because yeah, I know that show got canceled. So the last season hopefully drops on Netflix soon, so I can see more Donald Faison as Booster Gold. Yeah, just from what I I don't know a whole lot about Booster Gold. I just know he's a goofball, so it makes sense that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's just a guy from yeah, the future. Yeah, he's just some schmuck. Some future yeah, type yeah. who came to the yeah, past. That sounds like right up to trying to get some money. Donald Faison's out. Idiocracy, something like that. Uh, kind of. Oh. So, uh, a Green Lantern show um, that's supposed to have Hal Jordan and John Stewart. Uh, and he described that as like True Detective, um, mm. but with lanterns. I can see that. And I guess that's gonna. He described that as okay. They're gonna be looking for something. They're gonna find something on Earth, territory Earth or whatever they call it, and and that's gonna kind of yeah. lead to what happened. It's kind of. I think it's gonna be the big event that kind of starts leading into the what they build off of. So. Um, I mean, slightly related. A a Green Lantern movie was recently put up on HBO Max, um, animated. Um, mm-hmm. that, that's about. Well, I don't spoil anything, but um, like John Stewart's the the main character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> um, so uh, it, was, it was decent. Um, anyway, so yeah, Lanterns, and then um, Paradise Lost, which sounds like. Like a gritty version of what's going on in Themyscira, uh, with one. Hang on, Voltaire. With, with Wonder Woman. Um, so is Gal Gadot still Wonder Woman? I'm no. not for that. I'd, I'd be very surprised for the TV show, anyways. 
Um, but yeah, just in general, probably not. Um, but going back a, a step here, um, as far as, as movies, uh, a new Supergirl movie, but based on, uh, I'm assuming it's new it better coming? be a sequel from the yes, DVD. Yes, the Helms later, yeah. Um, <laughs> it fucking better be. But this is supposed to be like a grittier version of, of Supergirl. Just kind of a... Ooh. It just makes sense if you're like to have that non-Superman oh, character. 1984. Um, yeah, he, he quickly described this as being, okay, Superman came to Earth and was raised by very loving parents. She did not. She came to Earth and was not raised that way. And so this is what happens when you don't have Pa Kent, pa Kent and Ma Kent to help guide you. Okay, I guess that, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Since, yeah, Supergirl, even the TV show and the comic books, kind of followed in the same vein, more or less. It's Cara Danvers. Yeah. There's that okay. uh, new Swamp Thing. Um... Carl is Danvers. Lee Majors going to be Ms. back? Marvel? What's what's that? He said Carol Danvers. Isn't that um, Captain Marvel? Kara Danvers. All right. Wasn't that Captain yeah, Marvel? Yeah, Danvers is, is, yeah. Also that. Oh, no. Kara Danvers is the actress that plays. Uh, no, no, no. no, no, no. That's, I think you're right. Actually. On Supergirl, yeah. 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 On Danvers. Supergirl, Kara Danvers yeah, yeah. is Supergirl. Yeah. My yeah, bad. They, but they both are named Danvers, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's one of those comic books uh, <laughs> stealing from each other or poking fun at each other. Yeah. Oh, you got Supergirl? We'll have Carol Danvers as Power Girl. Or, not Power Girl. So, so, so all that, and then like you said, Jeff, another one of the the Patman movies, at least, um, that will be a sequel to, to the last one. Um, mm. But yeah, but apparently is not part of the, the, the slate here that that's being put right. forward. Elseworld. Yeah, yeah. Like you said. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know if there's anything else you you wanted to add, Jeff. Also, Swamp Thing, but like in a horror movie style, they said. Mm. So Swamp Thing movie. <laughs> so Lee Majors is coming back. <laughs> Stuntman. The Authority. See, there's other. Oh yeah, The Authority. I don't know that too. Which is Authority sounds like a response to like the boys. Yeah, South Park thing. Or or Invincible or the Invisibles or whatever it's called, Invincibles. I mean, invincible uh, whatever the animated one on prime is uh, yeah invincible, invincible. Uh, but yeah uh, just a lot of yeah, a, a lot book. of dc stuff um <laughs> that we're not going to see for a while so gotta start that hype train i guess and, yeah like, like i said i think the stuff they've already filmed is gonna eventually they're gonna get flash out and yeah because i think that's what he says kicks off that is what kind of sets resets everything Right, because it'll be Flashpoint or whatever, and then and then yeah, and then Aquaman too. These are things they've already filmed, so those will come out. So you'll have something to watch if you're a DC fan in the next few years, and then mm-hmm. get all the James Gunn stuff. He didn't mention anything about his shows or his show, oh, the, yeah, um, the the John Cena show, yeah, second season of Peacemaker. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he didn't mention that at all. Yeah, fucking, I can't wait to see Eagly again. <laughs> Dad, Dad, take a picture. <laughs> All right. Uh... His Marvel stuff is done now, right? Because Guardians is, I mean, he's probably still doing some editing or whatever on it, but that's coming out in a month or two, two months? Yeah, yeah that'll be here before we know it. Um, although Quantumania, very soon, next couple of weeks, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, which he probably didn't have much to do with. But 
Um, anyway, so that's that's it for me. Uh, Alex, anything you want to go over? Yeah, I have a short review. On, speaking of Squid Games, Alice in Borderland, Squid which, Games. Is, which is a, <laughs> a Japanese show in the vein of Squid Games crossed with uh, Battle Royale, where the this, uh, three friends get transported to a seemingly other Tokyo, where everybody's gone except for a few people, and they're forced to play these demented games to see who survives. So, uh, I like it. There's a bunch of these shows now. A bunch of anime like this as well. But this show has really good character development. Really strong writing. Um, so, I recommend it. It's only two seasons. Uh, eight episodes each. So, you can power right through it. Okay. Uh, what else? There was... Oh, speaking of ridiculous anime. <laughs> if you've ever wondered who would win in a fight... Between Jack Jack the Ripper and Hercules, boy, have I got the show for you. <laughs> it's called Record of Ragnarok. No, I'm not okay. going to tell you who okay. wins, but Record so of I Ragnarok. Started, is... I actually did start watching uh, season two. That You saw season yeah. one, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So I, saw, I started watching season <laughs> two, is... so I don't know how that... Uh, yeah, I finished it. The, the show continues to be absolutely bananas in the second season. And... Th- I've caught, like, recently there's some pretty, like, mundane or terrible writing in shows. This one's supposed to be over the top. And, uh, you know, all the writing and stuff is, is pretty schlocky and uh, and uh, campy. This is a, it has a is... very, like, Fist of the North Star quality to... to yeah. Um, but, yeah, this it's a pre- there's one line in the show. I'm not going to say it. Because I know you haven't seen it, Scott, but there's one line of the show that I thought was super clever, but then they ruined it by pointing out <laughs> how the line was super clever. It's like, ah, don't do that. You had something. <laughs> uh, but other than that, everything is like just so fucking ridiculous. It's amazing. I can't wait for season three. And uh, yeah, Barry Gorge's Last Dragon is an awesome movie. You should watch that too. <laughs> I think there was a long gap between season one and two. That, uh, I know. So, yeah. so good. See, so, yeah, I'm not gonna hold my breath on three. Um, anything else? Uh, no, I think that was All right, it. Jeff. That I can think of anything yeah. on the go. Um, well, I'm continuing to watch The Last of Us. You guys still haven't watched it? Uh, I still haven't seen it. Yeah. You guys waiting for man? Yeah. Well. Alice in Borderland. Um, yeah, it's it's really really good. Um, so I recommend that. Um, I will just say I think Pedro Pascal has been typecast into quests or uh, escort <laughs> missions. Is bearded dead? Who like yeah takes little people on adventures? I mean, I guess in Game <laughs> of Thrones, he has he's trying to get a little person out of jail, and then in, and then in uh, Mandalorian, he's chasing. Carrying baby Grogu around, and now, uh, yeah, so he's not in Willow. I, I haven't seen it. <laughs> he might be in Willow. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah Mad Bargain. <laughs> I mean, I don't think there was any little. Per- well, I guess he's the daughter, right? Or is it the son? I forget. If it's a son or daughter in Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, uh, I was son. trying to think of the only yeah. other thing I saw Narcos with him, but he's just trying to. To catch Pablo Escobar, there's no real escort. He's escort escorting him to jail. Trying to uh, El Padroni. Um, 
so anyway, I've been watching that. It's really good. Um, from what I could tell, there like this last episode feels like it really drifted away from the from the video game, but to tell a nice story. So with it's you know filling some characters in and stuff. So I like that. Cool. Um, I think that's. Yeah, I know there was something else. I've been watching some uh, reruns of Three's Company. So obviously <laughs> reruns. Um, I'm surprised they haven't yeah. tried to do like an updated version of that. Or a movie. Remember when? Yeah, there was a short run of old TV shows getting made into movies that were comedies. Yeah. Well, the thing with yeah. Three's Company doesn't age well with you know him. Yeah. All the jokes yeah, being yeah, made yeah. fun of him for being pretending to yeah. be gay. That's a bad thing. Blah blah. blah so you couldn't do that, I guess, anymore. Yeah, but... I'm trying to think how it would work. Like, because you still have the nosy landlord that would still play, mm-hmm. and then maybe it would be like some weird thing where you. You had to be married to live there or something, and they're pretending. I, I don't know. I just think nowadays, like, it's all like, you know, innuendo and that. And now everyone just says, you know, whatever they feel. There's no innuendo yeah. anymore. In your endo. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Uh, ah, there's something else I can't think of. I did see on the YouTube, which you guys are probably more familiar with than me, that the new Mario Land or Nintendo Land is opening God, up at Universal. I know. I know a few people that have gone. It's so fucking cool. It looks like it would be a cool hour or two in there, and then I need to get back <laughs> out. Kind of like yeah. Toontown or something. Yeah. But, uh, it looks amazing. Like you walk in, or you go in through like a warp tunnel, and then mm-hmm. there's just stuff everywhere. So I heard one of the heard all the, all the treats. The, 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 the super cool things about it is you get a wristband. I don't know if you pay extra for it. But you get a wristband. You have to, yeah, of course. Probably you do. almost definitely. Mm-hmm. You get a wristband that makes that that part of the land or whatever interactable. So you can yeah. actually like hit bricks and like get have coins pop out and things like that. Like I, I don't know what it actually like looks and sounds like, but. Like you have the wrist that lets you like again interact with the with the world. From what I saw, yeah, you just go out there's bricks, question mark bricks around and you put you hit it with your bracelet and it goes ding <laughs> and then I think it's attached to your phone so you get a coin in your app yeah. or whatever. I don't know what. Because they already have that with the wands, right? The was it the Harry I Potter stuff you interact with things. I've never, I've never yeah. Been and I think Galaxy's Edge has some stuff like that with your phone. Yeah, it does. And, oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. We'll talk Two, about it. Yeah, it's a couple more Star Wars things. But yeah, recently went back to Galaxy's Edge, and yeah, my son and I did get one, <laughs> because they're pricey, <laughs> one of the magic bands. And yeah, you can hunt down bounties. You could be a, a bounty hunter in Star Wars land now, which is really freaking cool. You go to a, to a bounty board, you put your wristband on the thing, then they give you, okay, go find this guy. And it actually lights up and vibrates the closer you are, like if you're going in the right direction. And then you like when you find the right door, you use your phone to do like an X-ray like scan of the door, and then you see the creature or the bounty that you're looking for. Is it for. like an AR thing or? Uh, no, no, not really. Okay. You just scan the door, and as long as you're in the right spot, you, but you can see the creature, and then you go back to the bounty board, and there's a door next to it, and then when you scan your wristband after you've captured the guy, there's like this really cool like like you know an, uh, an eye slit rolls open and these big alien eyes start talking to you and stuff say oh you got your bounty well here's your reward you're gonna have to you know catch more of these guys if you want to rank up and be part of the <laughs> you're gonna deal. have to spend a lot more money <laughs> yeah, yeah i know it tries to find coca-cola products <laughs> while you're at it yeah 
Uh, but it was yeah, fun. No, we had a blast. Yeah, yeah looking yeah. for bounties and stuff. And the other Star Wars thing is I'm playing... Uh, I'm, I never played this as a kid, but I'm playing uh, Dark Forces 2, Jedi Outcast. And so far, it's pretty damn good and hard. And the acting is awful, and I love it. <laughs> In the, the live motion action, live action cutscenes are great. And Disney, what the hell? Why isn't Kyle Katarn's lightsaber in your deck? <laughs> you got Milktoast Kyle Kestis in there. They have like These legends. They don't have legends lightsabers. I guess this bullshit. <laughs> um, you say Dark Forces two or Jedi Knight two? No, Dark Forces two. So after Dark Forces, it was Dark yeah. Forces two, but it was called Jedi Outcast. And right. then after that, I think it's. I, I think know. that was the best I have, one. I have all the whole collection, but so far it's pretty awesome. the The level design is very confusing, but just confusing enough because I still, you know, can find my way around it. But it takes me a minute to find where I'm supposed to go, and it's very the, eerie that there, there's like no music during the levels. It's that weird. Was, and it's I really scary. Enjoy, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I do remember being eerie. The, the first one was impossible. It was like. Uh, that An was incomplete product. I tried playing it for a bit. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah, it is like it was okay. We're gonna make a Doom like game, but with stormtroopers or whatever, and then mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah, bad. It's but that one was good. Shit. Yeah, Dark Forces Two is awesome. Yeah, there was a sale on Good Old Galaxy a while back, and they had all these on sale for like <laughs> penny. I think I got all of the Dark Forces and Jedi Knight games <sighs> for like five bucks. So yeah, what the hell? Did they rebrand? I don't think it was, so. It's good old galaxy. It was, I thought it was games. Games old galaxy? Good old games. Good old games? Oh, maybe it's just good old galaxy is what the app is called. That you download, like the Steam. Kind of like the Steam app, but for good old games. Yeah. Alex, one last Disneyland question. Did you get to go on the new um, Mickey Mouse Rail- Runaway uh, Railway or no? No, I wanted to. Okay. But it was already kind of late and everything and the boy only wanted to do star wars land which i was not going to complain about (laughs) it was awesome still awesome over there still amazing seeing over uh going over to the millennium falcon i'm never going to get tired of that oh here's a tip if you're over in batu or the black spire outpost star wars land close to when the fireworks are going to go off it is practically empty out there but the fireworks go off pretty close to, to where Star Wars Land is, so it's going to get fucking loud. <laughs> like, really loud. But another plus is that the fireworks are right there. So seeing them fire off right next to the Millennium Falcon was amazing. So I, I highly recommend that if you're a Star cool. Wars and fireworks fan. Well, I've done that once, and I was singing Yub Nub the whole yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yub Nub. All right, uh, so we went back to no, that's more Star that's Wars stuff. For real. Uh, anything else for you, oh. Jeff? No, I got, I got nothing. All right, I think we're good. All right, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Who's the master? Show enough. You got the clothes, the clothes, the clothes. So. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. 
Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.